Welcome, friends, to Happy to Fail Season 2, Episode 9. What a year, right? I know it's not exactly an understatement when I say that uh, 2020 has been a very overwhelming year, but sometimes we kind of forget that most people already had other challenges before this year, and we sometimes assume that when we say uh, 2020 has been rough, it's like only about things that actually showed up this year, right? But what if you're dealing with some trauma or negative experiences from the past on top of everything that's happening now. And having those separate conversations when a lot of times these challenges uh, become interlaced, intertwined with uh, one another is uh, very challenging. And I can't be the only person that sometimes I'll be sitting in my chair, I'll be sitting in my car, and as I'm uh, ready to put on my mask, I just kind of like look at my surroundings and I'm like, is this a dream? Is this a nightmare? Like, is this really happening? You look at movies like The Day After Tomorrow and and all of these different things. And I can't help but sometimes laugh at just like what's happening right now in, in our world because what emotions do I feel comfortable with expressing and, and recognizing that I'm feeling with? I think we all have this uh, inner struggle right now of just how do I feel? Is it okay to feel the way that I feel right now? Uh, my name is Juan Velas Cord. I'm a person with lived experience when it comes to mental health challenges. I live here in uh, Puerto Rico and I love uh, being able to connect with all of you worldwide because recently I was actually part of an event for the Kiva Centers in Massachusetts and they were celebrating global peer support because now the fact that everything is online, it's like the fact that I'm in Puerto Rico, it's like a nice physical thing, but everything's connected now, right? And uh, when thinking about that event and the conversations that that showed up there and my personal struggles right now and trying to figure out what can we do right now? What is a tangible, realistic thing that we can actually achieve? I'm not saying it's easy because, I mean, I'm sitting here not saying, oh, I figured this out, right? Like, I already got this down. I'm, I'm the expert in this. No, I'm still managing these uh these uh, situations. And that's what led to me uh, finding the topic about finding inner peace. So in this podcast episode, it's not going to be me just sharing what inner peace is to me. I also found some articles that I'm going to be reacting to because as we continue bi-weekly episodes of Happy to Fail up until our 15th episode, that's going to be the final episode of the season. I want to make sure that some episodes are with Anna and myself. We've talked about trauma. We've talked about connecting with your therapist. We have a, a very uh, interesting conversation coming up about the conversation of suicide. Not talking about just what it is, but just having a conversation about such an uncomfortable topic. But uh, don't be afraid to reach out on my personal Twitter, Juan Velas Court. Happy to fail on a Facebook, and please share this with anybody that can benefit from this information. It truly is about the connection that despite all of the different things happening worldwide right now, we can't find inner peace. And uh, why why talk about this for from a personal perspective, right? I want to be very transparent about this. To me, as the challenges roll on, so do the thoughts. I've been open about my my anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder, and those thoughts have sometimes gotten better. They've been able to be managed by yours truly, uh, some days more so than others, but it's a very challenging thing because you have a lot of fears that sometimes they didn't make sense, but now with uh, COVID, the pandemic, job security, because of everything that's happening around the world, these thoughts that you could easily brush off to the side now become 
some somewhat of a, of a logical conversation, something that you can have it make sense. Uh, another reason is that being in in uh, inner peace with myself, at least for me, means that I can have more tolerance about the people and the events that I know I'm going to face. When I go online, I need to be ready that, hey, election is just around the corner, and this is not a conversation of who you're going to vote for, et cetera. But naturally, even pre-pandemic, this is already a time of the year, every four years, that people get very divisive, they get very defensive, on top of everything else. And it's not like our previous challenges take a vacation. So that was another uh, very solid reason as to why I wanted to talk about this. And then the, the third thing is that to me, and it's funny because the podcast is called Happy to Fail, the longer that I continue working and finding, finding that purpose in life, I've realized that I value peace far more than I value happiness because happiness, it's, it's like that, that tingly feeling, right? You, you have that euphoric moment, if you will. But to me, a peace means that I can go to bed, I can wake up, and that doesn't mean that I magically don't have any problems, right? That doesn't mean that I'm, I'm perfect, that I have no aches and pains, that I'm not going to have any negative meetings. Peace for me means that I can breathe deeply despite of all of those things that are happening out there, that despite all of the divisiveness, all the discrimination that we're seeing here in Puerto Rico, my goodness, the things happening with women uh, being kidnapped, the LGBT population being under attack, uh, physically speaking, people getting murdered. It's it's almost like, are we living in a horror movie? It's a lot of times something that I think to myself and finding to me what is peace means that recognize, validate, take a deep breath. You're still here. You are still alive. That doesn't mean that magically goes away. So in order to have a, a healthy conversation about finding inner peace, I do have uh, some, some context that I want to provide. And this comes to us from a website. I really enjoy this article. I'm going to make sure that if you're checking this out on Facebook, it's going to be available in the uh, post. If you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anything, going to try my best to have this be included in the description. And if you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Very, very much appreciated. Uh, this comes to us from hackspirit.com. To understand what inner peace is, we must understand what inner peace is not. Inner peace isn't uh, being passive and letting life pass you by, being calm and never having any fun, turning down opportunities to grow your life and do new things, having no more energy because you're keeping it all inside, or becoming a quiet, reserved, and even timid individual. So these are the things that inner peace is not because... I don't know why, uh, especially in, in different environments, you know, I do a lot of trainings regarding trauma-informed uh, services, et cetera, and whenever I bring up this topic of peace, people more often than not assume that I'm just talking about, hey, pretend like nothing's happening. I think it's almost like a defense mechanism because we understand what's happening in our communities, but to me, if we can't find inner peace, how am I expected to engage with somebody that I don't necessarily agree with? How's that tolerance level going to be, right? So I, I very much appreciated uh, Hacksburg.com being able to bring that there. So on the flip side, what exactly is inner peace? Inner peace gives us the silence we need in a world of a constant deafening noise. 
I'm going to actually read that one more time because when I read this uh, the, the first time, I'm like, man, that that is an excellent description. Inner peace gives us the silence we need in a world of constant deafening noise. It allows us to open our eyes inside our minds and see just how cramped everything has become. When I read this, my first thought was, uh, you know when you go to your closet and uh, you don't know what you want to wear, but you also have like uh, 20 different shirts that you clearly have not worn for months, especially now in the pandemic. I'm wearing like the same five shirts. I clean the same five shirts. But to me, letting go of the things that you know you're no longer using, that you no longer need. And when reading this, right, uh, just how cramped everything has become, I, I definitely uh, connected with that. And I hope somebody else did as well. Inner peace is, according to the website, achieving happiness and contentment, not through things and achievements, but through reconnection with the self. Uh, becoming a fuller version of the self, not by adding to it, but by rediscovering it. And uh, I actually want to take a pause after I read each one of these and give like my my reaction. That rediscovery piece is very important to me because Anna and I have kind of touched on this, but I think it's a topic in its own, this whole concept of not just discovering ourselves, but rediscovery. Uh, if there's anything that 2020 has uh, definitely shown us is that it's allowed us to have a, a much better look at who we are, not just who we live with, not just our neighbor, but what's really important to us. Because in my experience of facilitating a lot of trainings and support groups, one of the biggest challenges that people say is that they don't have enough time for themselves. So if they're a caregiver, they got to worry about their loved ones, about all of that stuff. They got no time for themselves. But what happens when, when there's a, a little bit of an opportunity to finally stare into that mirror and ask yourself, who's that person in front there? And even for me, who... I, I consider myself to be somebody with a high self-esteem and everything. I feel like every two to three months this year, I've had this process of like, who am I now and who do I really want to be? Am I satisfied with who I am? Am I satisfied with what I do? And more often than not, the answer is yes, but I'm always uh, I'm always afraid of like uh, this level of complacency. And I think it has a lot to do with this whole like working from home, staying at home and and like social distancing, because we don't exactly know when this is like, uh, when the check mark is going to be up for just saying the pandemic's over, right? We don't know when that's going to happen. We kind of just like fall back into the uh, infamous comfort zone that I've talked about before. And I think I'm always uh, uh, scared of falling into that complacency. So just like rediscovering myself, it's just like knocking that door. It's like, Juan, uh, are you still the Juan that you wanted to be growing up? I think I am now. But I definitely have a lot of things that I've been thinking about, I'm not letting go, and I need to figure out if those things are important enough to give them a priority uh, over other things in my life. And I, I know for a fact that just by saying this, somebody else has to also be thinking like, hmm, I've always been thinking about this, but I've not taken that leap, right? I've not taken that, that healthy risk. Uh, another thing that they talk about inner peace is being whoever you want to be, but being a better version of yourself by having the clarity and presence of a calm inner self. This definitely goes back to the topic of uh, self-esteem. I think that the thing that I've worked on the most for myself, uh, it's interesting. I, I've had the privilege to be part of many interviews, right? Like podcasts and videos. 
What I love about those, it's like it's a time capsule of myself. I've gone back and checked out an interview of myself in 2012, for example, and I cannot be cringing any harder because the way I was looking at you, the way I was attempting to smile, I knew like my words, they have the same feeling as uh, the words that I'm saying now. But you could tell Juan at that moment was still struggling. It's like, I'm saying these things, but I don't exactly believe that I should be the person saying them. And I know there's a, that's a big struggle for many different people. And going back to this, that it says like, but being a better version of yourself by having the clarity and presence of a calm inner self. Like to me, that word calm, inner self, those are three very, very important words because when you combine that with clarity, whoever you are right now, be with that person. I feel like in this process of uh, self-discovery and maybe even finding inner peace, we sometimes assume that whatever I am now, who I am now is wrong and I need to fix myself. And I've never believed that. Even when I look at that interview from me in 2012, I knew like I was completely authentic there, but I knew there was that self-doubt. I had that uh, fake it till you make it mentality and I made it and I believed it. And that's, that's beautiful, but it's, it's also a risk that sometimes happens in our lives. So just being able to recognize that whoever we are right now is absolutely good enough because we are the result of our past experiences. You don't always have control over those things. And I think that just by recognizing that, just by validating that, I'm not going to say we immediately reach uh, that, that calm, uh, that inner peace, because that's a lot easier said than done. I think it's one of the most important steps, though, in the process. Another thing they talk about is letting go of the superficial pains and worries weighing down your mind. This is another thing. Uh, I'm going to read it again. The, the super, superficial pains and worries weighing down your mind. I think uh, another healthy challenge is even right now, as we're all just having this conversation, when we think about things that are holding down our mind, not, not physically, what are those lingering thoughts, those uh, fears, superficial pains? So we're talking about things that are not needed. Now, like, I need to eat. I need to work so I can pay for my internet so I can upload this podcast so I can turn on my air conditioning unit before I go to bed. But there are a lot of other things in, in my life that sometimes, and I'll admit it, are pains that I bring to myself that I don't need to. But uh, because of circumstances and things like that, or because of somebody that I don't maybe have the healthiest relationship, right? We sometimes talk about toxic uh, relationships, et cetera. That becomes a challenge. So let's take like a five seconds right now and ask yourself, is there anything weighing me down right now that... I don't exactly need to have in my life. At least for me, I actually asked this for myself now, and I'm like, man, that's a good question, Juan. <laughs> like, I'm putting it out there in the podcast, but even for me, I'm going to have to say that the biggest uh, thing weighing myself down, and it's not superficial, but I think I am making it, is taking a next step. And by that, I mean, I know I can do a lot more. But I think I can't be the only person that I make a lot of excuses for myself. Oh, but you've done so much. You've done uh, just enough. You're doing too much. Scale it back. And I think I have this like, uh, uh, you know how uh, people sometimes like in cartoons, they had the little devil on one side. They had the little angel on the other. 
I have just like these little Juans in, in one of my shoulders telling me a lot of things that I know that doesn't need to happen. And even just like battling my own thoughts, not doing it or not, just like having that internal battle wears me down. And I don't need to be having that because even if I'm just thinking about doing something, that means I give a damn about it. So it's just like, go out there and do it. If you mess up, awesome. And if you don't, that's awesome as well. Here's a very powerful one. Accepting everything, your life, your career, your body, your everything, so you can truly and uh, actionably change for the better. Man, those are some big words. I'm, I'm reading that right now, and I'm like, wow, that's, uh, that's heavy. Accepting everything, your life. Let's think about our life right now. And once again, much like the other one, uh, that calming inner self, it's whatever life we have. And we're not saying that we're living this uh, magical life. We're not saying that we are at our at our ideal things. When I read this, hypothetically, I, I think about somebody that's maybe gone through domestic violence and how can that person, because I know it's a question that can come up, how can that person find inner peace? And I'm not here to answer that. That would be insulting because I've not had that experience. But it's just being able to recognize right now because to me, it's whatever I went through, the fact that I'm alive right now is calming enough to recognize that that doesn't have to uh, limit my next steps. I can now shift my story to wherever the hell I want. If it's like a video game, right? Some video games give you like five choices. Some choices are in the easy difficulty. I can go here and maybe in two weeks I see the results, but I can see the extreme, the ultra difficult uh, difficulty, <laughs> part of the redundancy, and that one, I'm like, oh, that's very satisfying. I love I love that house at the end of the road. I love all of that. But it may take five, 10 years. It may take relearning, rediscovering myself, and that's fine. And that's why I, I actually wanted to bring up that example of roads because we sometimes fall under the assumption that I got to fix something and this is the only way. I've seen this happen a lot. Somebody will go to a provider just saying, here's my problem. Give me the one solution. Don't give me options. Just give me the one. And the challenge is that not everybody has the same experience. Not everybody goes through the same challenges. So uh, I know some socks are one size fits all, and that's nice. But some people undoubtedly feel more comfortable with those clothes than some other people. By bringing up that example, apply that on an emotional level, right? Uh, some solutions may be good for me, but what if there's a better one out there and I just uh, don't know about it? Uh, the one talking about your career... I think it's uh it's it's so hard right now because of the pandemic. So many people that I that I even know of are in a position that they don't really have a lot of choices, right? I've seen um uh, so many articles of people dealing with uh crunch, crunch time, right? So working overtime uh, massively like 5 7 days a week not resting, but they're afraid of speaking up, speaking out out of fear of being fired because they have a family. You know, I've been open in the fact that my wife and I are privileged enough that we don't have children, we have a house, both our cars are paid for, we both have a job. So I need to recognize that my context, my situation is dramatically different than another person. That doesn't mean that I need to minimize myself. That doesn't mean that I need to to invalidate my story and say that, oh, Juan, how dare you uh, complain about your situations? Because anybody listening to this podcast right now, whatever you're going through, wherever you are, whatever your experience is, that's it. Like, don't make it anything more 
or anything less. We sometimes can't help but judge our life, judge our career, judge our body, our everything before anybody else even gets that chance to judge us. We end up judging ourselves. And a lot of times we, we self-sabotage because of that situation. Another thing is your body. And, and when it talks about your body, I think self-care now is so important. And this is uh, just being in acceptance with who you are and, and where you are. You know, some people have physical conditions that you don't exactly have control over. And um, there's such a big psychological component. You know, think about how many people, I've known people that have had heart attacks and they're attributed to their mental health, like ongoing stress, eventually the body shuts down. So finding inner peace, being calm, not neglecting and forgetting the problems, but just finding that, we can live longer. And we cannot just live longer. We can be better. We can be badass people that can figure out problems, but we can think more clearly. And that's why I really, really like that. And then I visited another website. This one's called positivityblog.com slash inner dash peace. And uh, they have about 15 different um, activities, like something practical as far as how do we actually practice this? And I chose uh, four here that I definitely like. A lot of them I put into practice. Others I've, I do like a part-time practice. So I don't do them every day and I should probably do them uh, a little while, uh, so some more often. One of them is uh, easier said than done. And I think it's the, the same thing applies for most of them is accept and let go. Let's think about anything right now that you think makes you anxious, but it's not something that happened a week ago. It can be something that happened uh, two years ago. I've had conversations with people in my life that that uh, they could be gone from my life for years, but then somebody brings up their name and I'm like, oh, here we go. I visually, it's very obvious when my blood pressure goes high, when I get very stressed because my ears become just like red. It's almost like you put like an iron right into my ears or something. They become super red. And uh, almost it's like a very hot day. It's in Puerto Rico, of course. I've literally had situations where somebody walks into a room and somebody tells me like uh, to the side, oh, Juan, that person stresses you out. I'm like, damn it. Can I not even hide it? But a lot of times it's because of situations that we don't let go and accepting that, look, there's going to be some people in our lives that we agree with, others that we don't, or somebody caused us harm in our past, but we, we're still cooking up that soup. We're still cooking up that chili, right? We're throwing things in there. It's like a, I bring up chili because chili's got like 20 different ingredients, right? Some meat is maybe a day old. Others, it's like there's articles about it's a questionable uh, dates and all that stuff, right? So we're cooking up this emotional chili. Ooh, that's, a, that, that's, that's an interesting name, right? We're cooking up the emotional chili. And this is from something that happened five years ago. This happened 10 years ago. This happened two weeks ago. And we are just cooking that up and we're not serving it. We're not serving it. We're not letting go of it. And I think that the sooner that we realize that, look, just letting it go doesn't mean it magically didn't happen. I had to let go of a lot of things, people that cost me emotional, uh, physical harm, so many situations that I've seen regarding discrimination, things said about me. At that moment, you can imagine my frustration, things I wanted to say. Every time I would see somebody, it's like, oh, this person did, th did this to me, did the, and th they did that. And then I had to ask myself, Juan, like, what are you becoming? 
Like real talk, who are you becoming? Because by just becoming infuriated by thinking about the past, you are neglecting your possible positive future. And that's why I had to realize that it didn't matter how horrible it was. I needed to let things go for for not others. I needed to let things go for myself. Another one here is uh, escape for a while. In the pandemic, this your your mileage may vary, right? But it's just being able to disconnect for for a little while, even during the week, during the day. Figure out ways that you can cool things off, that you can just breathe, relax, uh, disconnect from the things that you're doing now, and reconnect with something beautiful. Some people used to love to go hiking, jogging, riding a bike, uh, listening to podcasts while uh, cooking and doing things like that. But it's figuring out activities and events that as you're doing that, you minimize your possible interactions with things that do anything but helping you find that inner peace. If there's anything, if you know that while you're cooking, you can possibly get a text message for somebody that's going to lead you to think about X and Y thing, then just maybe let it go for a while. That's why I've had to learn to, maybe if I don't answer a phone call, it's because it's not always next to me. I had to learn that I, I can't always be readily accessible because I first need to be accessible uh, for myself. Another thing and I'm practicing this right now as I'm recording with everybody, is disconnect over the weekend. And uh, this is uh, something that I have uh, talked about in a lot more detail in previous episodes, where especially every Saturday, I do anything that is humanly possible to just like not connect, even with things that I love, because I love my work. I genuinely love what I do, but I realize that I can't have that be my life. I need to have another thing, other healthy things. And not so healthy is that I'm basically consuming sweets every single weekend. Like I've sometimes had like two weeks prepaid. Uh, I'm supporting local businesses uh, sometimes. So I'm like uh, reaching out via Instagram, finding out their menus. And then Saturdays I'm driving, I'm eating all sorts of stuff, watching Netflix. I've talked about my love for a Cobra Kai. Recently, my wife and I started rewatching uh, Boy Meets World, right? So it's like reconnecting with positive moments in our past. I needed to, to force myself to be like, you are not going to do this. You are not going to do that. Disconnect and then reconnect when needed. The final thing I wanted to bring up, and this is uh, easily the most powerful thing and one of those easier said than done, but it can happen. Remember the five little words that'll help you to stay sane. One thing at a time. Whew, it is, it's tough. It's a pain. I tell this myself every single day. That doesn't mean I always follow through. Where where I am in right now in my life, I'm in a, in a lot of emotional conflicts, right? Of where I am, where I want to go. I see a lot of positive uh, opportunities coming up, but I'm also afraid to maybe take them up. And I realize that once scale it back, think about one thing at a time. Do one thing at a time. Check those things off because... I realize that I can do a lot of things at the same time, and in many occasions, I'm actually pretty good at that, but I developed this, um, I'm going to call it like unhealthy adrenaline rush, where I become too much of a workaholic, and then if I have a speed bump on that road, I kind of just keep going, and I keep going because I'm in that mood, right? Like, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing great stuff, and I'm working super fine. And I know for a fact that a lot of people even talking about like crunch time and all that, they even say it. It's this unhealthy mindset that you almost convince yourself that anything less than that is wrong. But I realize that for me, 
emotionally, once that adrenaline rush goes down, I am just exhausted beyond belief. So just doing one thing at a time has been incredibly beneficial for my mental health. All of these different things truly have helped me find somewhat of an inner peace. I'm not going to sit here and say that I have reached inner peace, and I, and I don't know if uh, there is such a thing as finding inner peace permanently. There is something beautiful that, you know, a lot of us, especially when we're learning just like work, life, something happens, a car can crash, right? And obviously that's going to cause a lot of anxiety. I had other situations that are very stressful, right? I think back to Hurricane Maria. I think about um, whenever I have a very tough work meeting and then five years ago, Juan would behave very differently than how he does now, right? Like the way that I interact now. And it's during those conversations that I'm like, man, what's happening right now is very uncomfortable. You wish you weren't here, but even though you're here, you have peace of mind because you recognize who you are. You recognize that you're being professional. You recognize that you are growing every single day, and this is just another step to becoming a better version of yourself. And hopefully, um, I think I needed this uh, before I say it to anybody else. I think I needed to record this episode. I feel even better than I did before. So please let me know, like, what's your take of, of this concept of finding inner peace. Have you found it? I am going to once again link to the two websites. They were positivityblog.com and hack, as in a, like a hacker, hackspirit.com. I'm going to make sure to link to both articles in the description of any of the video versions, the podcast apps. And don't forget, you can reach out to me uh, by heading over on email. People still do that. I still use email. Juan at happytofail.com. I was also part of some incredibly healing events. So on the Facebook page, I have a video right now of uh, my uh, my five-minute participation of a global peer support event where I talk about what peer support is for me. I talked about the concept of survivorship. I'm going to be looking other videos there. So more so than, than the podcast of Happy to Fail, I truly want to be able to gather more resources. So if there's any website that you're like, Juan, I would love for you to, to give my to give you a reaction on a specific topic or something. Once again, that is Juan at happytofell.com or even on the Happy to Fell Facebook page, just like that, Happy to Fell altogether. You can send me a private message and we can engage, interact, and have ourselves a great time. So thank you so much. Leave the five-star reviews whenever possible. And uh, in two weeks, we will be back with another episode of Happy to Fell. So warm hugs, take care, and thank you for being a better version of yourself. 